Is there a desire in you to not just attend revival, but live in revival? Welcome to the Revival Lifestyle Podcast. I'm your host, Isaiah Saldivar. I've been in revival for the last 10 years, as well as traveling and being a part of many revivals throughout the United States. I'm going to be sharing with you how to live a radical lifestyle of revival on a daily basis. Let me say that again. Tonight is PG-13. I don't know where your kid's at mature-wise, maybe younger. Truthfully, a lot of younger kids are exposed to what I'm going to be talking about tonight. But just in case, viewer discretion is advised. Obviously, if your kid's out in a public school, they probably already know everything I'm going to be talking and warring against. If your kid's at homeschooled or private school, they probably have no clue what I'm going to be talking about. If they're sheltered, which I pray they are because a shelter is a good thing, then use discretion. But I want to make sure this will be up the entire time just so people that come in, this is not appropriate for young children I don't want to be filtered I want to talk the way I need to talk to address these issues tonight so just for your information this is PG 13 we're gonna be talking about lust we have to be the resistance in this generation we have to be the ones that push back against this spirit there is if you're taking notes get started I'll be putting my points on the screen tonight for the first time but there is a demonic agenda the devil has for this generation and that is to assault the generation with lust We are seeing perversion at an all-time high, and I'll be careful what I say when it comes to perversion because I don't want to get this video taken down. We are seeing pornography at an all-time high, perversion at an all-time high, inventing new ways to sin. And so as believers, as mothers and fathers, and I'm really going to challenge the men tonight, we have to be the resistance in our homes. We have to push back and protect our family from the onslaught of this demonic spirit. Now, many of you men are good at protecting your family in the natural. If somebody broke into your home, you wouldn't send your wife to go see who's there. The man would get up, honey, lock the door, and you'd go see what's out there. As the same way we protect from natural intruders, as men, we need to protect from spiritual intruders. There are spiritual intruders wanting to gain access. So I'm going to convince you of the danger that lust will bring in your life, that this is the most serious sin. I'm also going to convince you of the responsibility that you have to be free from this. Like, how am I going to bring my family into deliverance if I'm in bondage sexually? How am I going to stand before God with clean hands when I'm, when I'm addicted to masturbation, when I'm addicted to pornography, when I'm in bondage? You have to see how serious this is. I mean, if you look at the original job of Adam, his job was to protect the garden. Like, no one here would build a house with no locks on the house, yet many of us live our lives with no spiritual locks no spiritual protection so god creates adam genesis 2 15 then the lord god took adam and put him in the garden and told him to till it and keep it so he was not just a type of farmer but his second job was to keep the garden that word means to protect or to watch over something now why would god call adam to protect something probably because god knew the danger of intruders there was something wanting to get into the area that adam was called to govern Now, this could go for our own bodies. There are spirits and things trying to enter into our body. This can go for our family. There are evil entities and things trying to get into our family. Lust is a major open door. Sexual sin is a major open door. I told the story before of a man that came to a deliverance minister. And the man said, I don't know what's going on. My five-year-old daughter is saying sexual things towards my friends when they come over. This is a grown man. He says, my five-year-old saying things she doesn't even know about, sexual, dark things. And it just randomly started happening. I have my friends over and she's telling grown men sexual things. What is going on? And the deliverance minister said, you've been watching pornography, haven't you? 
And the man turns white as a ghost and said, yes, I have. He said, when you've been watching pornography in your home late at night, you're opening up a portal to that spirit and that spirit has jumped on your daughter. And that man got deliverance and his daughter never had the issue. My point is, we're opening doors. Come on, men, rise up. I'm talking to you men in the chat. No more pornography. No more masturbating. No more games. No more lust. No more checking out everything that walks by. I'm being real and raw tonight. And we have this on screen for you guys right there. So I can say it unfiltered. We are called to protect our homes, our garden. We need to protect it. Now we know that there was a trespasser that came in, that, cr that came across property line named the devil. So the same way the devil is trying to sneak in, the, tried sneaking in and snuck in the garden, the devil's doing the same thing. And Adam had dominion over the animals. He could have told the devil, get out of my house, get out of my garden. Instead of blaming my wife, come on, man, where are you at tonight? Type one, instead of blaming my wife, I'm gonna take responsibility. Now, Adam blame shifted, which is what some of you are gonna do tonight. Well, she just doesn't look the way that she looked before. Well, she just doesn't act the way that she used to act. Let me just, oh, I, f I feel it tonight. How are you going to get her pregnant three or four different times? She has three to four kids. Now you're gonna sit here addicted to pornography and your excuse tonight is, well, my wife doesn't look the way that she used to look. That's why I'm watching internet pornography. I hate to be the guy to break it to you, but you don't look the way you used to look. And not only that, she carried your children. She carried, I don't care if it was one kid, five kids, three kids, no kids. She carried your children, gave life to your kids. And now you're gonna be sitting here late at night watching pornography, touching yourself, saying, well, she just doesn't look the way that she used to look. Guys, we need to man up. We need to be men in this place and, get, and rise up and say, I am not allowing this stuff in my life. I'm not gonna blame the devil. I'm not gonna blame Eve. I'm not gonna blame my wife tonight. I'm calling for every man and every woman to take responsibility. Teenagers, don't play. Well, I accidentally, no, you did it. You turned on the laptop, you opened up the phone, and we're gonna talk all about that. We're opening everything up tonight. And I went, uh, went to the website, sat there for 30 minutes, did your thing, and then said, I'll never do it again. And you've lived that. Friend, yesterday you said, I'll never do it again. Every time you watch porn, you say, I'm never gonna do this again. Every time you masturbate, you say, I'm never gonna go back. And the devil has you in chains. Beloved, you are in complete and total bondage. And so tonight, I'm gonna shout at this thing. We're gonna break this thing. Is it just your flesh or is it a demon? Both and. Some, some for you, it's the flesh. You don't pray, you don't read. Some, it's a demon. We'll drive that out tonight. We'll pray and we'll break this thing. But we're not, what we're not going to do is keep blaming the snake. What we're not going to do is be wimps let the snake come in, deceive our family, deceive our children, deceive our wife, and then go, oh, it's not me, it's the snake. Oh, it's not me, it's my wife. We're gonna take responsibility. Don't blame your husband, ladies. Okay, some of you, oh, we're going there, reading your fantasy novels. You go, well, it's not porn, it's literally porn in letter form. If you're reading fantasy novels about adultery, about cheating, about uh, swinger parties and orgies and all of your little books you read, the little the little books you ladies read, and you go, it's not pornography. It absolutely is erotic and it's po pornographic. Just because it's not images, the sentences are pornographic in nature. So we can't just say, this is just the men fighting, which statistically it's not just the men. Now, of course, it is more of the men 
And this is the devil's assignment to keep you men silent, put you in caves of shame. And the same way Jezebel caused the prophets to run and hide in caves, the spirit of Jezebel, this lust, has driven the prophets into shame, has driven the prophets into, into guilt and condemnation. So the Lord wants to break it tonight. Take your authority. You've been given authority over the enemy. The Holy Spirit is giving us warnings. The Holy Spirit is our alarm system in our home. The Holy Spirit is our alarm system in our body. The alarm system doesn't just fight off intruders. The alarm system alerts you of intruders so that you can fight them off. So you're called to war against this thing. You're called to fight this thing. Jesus gives us strategies. There are spiritual doors we've opened and it's time to close them. Don't get mad. Guys, come on that the devil's entering into your family, entering into your kids, entering into your house when you have the door wide open. Don't start yelling at these demons of loss. I can't, I don't know how you got here. I know how they got there. You're watching porn. You're on the Instagram explore page. You're scrolling through TikTok, watching bikini videos. You're over there texting guys you shouldn't be texting, talking to people. These things are gateways to adultery. They're gateways, gateways to fornication. So tonight, don't just think pornography. Don't just think adultery. We're talking also about fornication, which I'll go into later. Fornication is having sex outside the covenant of marriage. Friend, I know it's going to get hot during this. I know some of you are already getting uncomfortable because you're watching this with your boyfriend, girlfriend, or your spouse. Don't turn it off, though. Stay on this. Fornication is a sin that will keep you out of the kingdom of God. If you're having sex with your boyfriend or girlfriend, you are fornicating, period. Don't let your pastor lie and say, oh, it's just not that big of a deal. You just stumbled one time. You are fornicating and fornicators, don't get mad at me. This is the Bible. Will not inherit the kingdom of God. First Peter 5, 8 says, be sober and watchful. And some of you are drunk spiritually tonight. Be sober and watchful and share this video. And this is what it says, because your adversary, the devil, walks around as a roaring lion seeking someone to devour the devil's active look at my shirt frontline christian the devil's active he's pushing he's advancing we are called to be the resistance we are called to take authority we are called to take guard against the devil he's looking to devour you friend if you don't know that the devil's trying to drag you to hell he doesn't want you going to heaven he doesn't want you having a relationship with god he hates your guts and so he's using pornography as a gateway drug into demonization. He's using lust as a gateway to destroy your life. Okay, and what benefit does it have the devil spending all his time on the lost people? He's targeting the church. He's looking for someone that will give him permission. He's looking for someone that will cooperate. So are you, are you going to be the one that gives him permission? Are you going to be the one that opens the door to him? We need to break the power of sexual sin. No more devil. The devil has launched an all-out assault against this generation, and tonight we are taking a stand and saying no more. Not in this house, literal, I'm talking about my body. Not in this house, I'm talking about my house. Not in this house, I'm talking about the body of Christ and the church. Today you take a stand against lust. Lust, today I take a stand against you. Jezebel, today I take a stand against you. Perversion, Today is the day I take a stand. No more cycles. I'm breaking it. The devil's weapon of choice. This is going to be your greatest enemy. Are you guys ready? I'm going to show you it. This is his weapon of choice. Right here. This is how he gets in. Right here. 
He gets in through the phone. This is his greatest weapon of choice. This is the vehicle the devil's using. Now, why has it been so easy for him to demonize an entire generation? And young people, just please hear my heart in this. It's accessibility. Accessibility has caused the war to be so intense. Let me just, I don't understand. Why does your young child have a smartphone? Why does your young kid have access to the internet? Why is your 10-year-old, 12-year-old on TikTok? Why is your 13-year-old all day long unsupervised online watching TikTok, letting that lust stir up in their heart? Why are you allowing them un completely unsupervised you're not looking at their history they know how to delete their cookies they know how to delete their history they're watching it in private mode you don't you you just guys we need to level up you need to learn parents this is happening the devil's entering in right under your nose that spirit of perversion it's no wonder why your kids i don't know if i like this i don't know if i like women or men or nacho doritos i don't know what i'm confused i'm deciding to be lgtv and i just can't decide at 16 i want to be a transformer and you know i want to be a dairy queen it's like we have all of these things happening right now because the enemy's entering through this it's not a, it's not a, a magazine like when i was a kid under someone's mattress or a magazine at a friend's house you get exposed to the internet has made it so accessible who is going to stand guard? What parent is going to man up and say, I know I'm tired. I know I don't want to fight, but parents, wake up. Okay, I'm telling you, if you <sighs> help me, Lord. If your kid has a smartphone or iPad or access to internet, it's a high, high chance he's watching pornography. I'm telling you right now, not my sweet little Jonathan. Yes, yes, sweet little Jonathan is up there late at night on his iPad with his head under his covers, on his phone, completely, you're completely oblivious to it, in your room, not even worried, not, not sweet Jonathan, yes, sweet Jonathan. You Guys, we got to get serious about this. We don't look this as something little. I'm gonna show you how serious this is. The devil's weapon of choice, we're exposing him tonight. I know young people are already wiggling around and getting mad, and mom, turn this off. Don't let the devil lie to you. Right now, I'm telling you, you gotta break the cycle accessibility is our great enemy. The cycle has to be this, I'm never doing it again. I already know, everybody listening to this, there's a couple thousand on live, uh, hopefully 100,000 on the replay. I'm never going to do it again. Make that choice now. I'm not, not like, I'm gonna watch porn, masturbate, do my thing, and then never do it again. Right now, I'm never going to do it again. Right now, I'm never gonna watch another video. I'm never gonna turn, look, put my eyes on worthless naked images. I'm never gonna again commit adultery on my spouse by watching pornography and looking at lust and reading lust. I'm not gonna cheat on my wife by checking out all the women at the grocery store, at Costco, or whatever it is you go. Jesus said you're committing adultery in your heart. No more, no more. Type no more in the chat, no more. I'm not going back. No more touching myself, no more watching pornography, no more doing these things. I gotta break this cycle. I can't live my life in this cycle. I'm tired of the cycle. Is anybody tired of the cycle? Is anybody tired of being free for just a moment and then going right back to that thing that God wants to deliver you from? God is breaking the back of lust and breaking the cycle. And I'm gonna give you seven practical ways that you're gonna break out of this thing. Let me give you some statistics first, for those of you that don't think it's serious. Every second, 30,000 people are watching pornography on the internet. $3,000 a second are spent on internet pornography. 370 people every second 
are typing adult into the search engine. Every day, 37 porn films, pornographic videos are filmed. I would say this is probably 10x because these statistics are from a few years ago. But now with everything with OnlyFans and internet and all of this, it's probably 10x that. 2.5 billion emails uh, with porn in them are sent out every day. 70 million searches every day are related to porn. Listen to this. 25% of every internet search is pornographic in nature. 25%. This is an issue. 200,000 Americans classify themselves as porn addicts. 40 million Americans regularly visit porn sites. And again, these are just polls. The statistics are way higher than this. 35% of every internet download is pornographic in nature. 34% of internet users have experienced unwanted pornographic exposure through ads, links, emails, things like that. Here's some general statistics. One in five mobile searches are for pornography. Porn is a $100 billion industry. That means more than the NBA, NFL, MLB, NHL, all combined porn pornography, $100 billion industry. Over 40 million, we said that, 28,000 users watching every second. 70% of teenagers admit, look at this, that they hide their internet usage, online behavior from their parents. 70% of teenagers say, we hide our online behavior from our parents. And if your kids are on TikTok, I'm telling you right now, they are being exposed to soft pornography. Actually, not even soft. Not even soft. Because half the time on TikTok, there's naked images before the videos get banned. So if your kids are on TikTok actively scrolling, which is something that wasn't even around when I was a kid, they are seeing pornography, period. There's no it's, buts, or when they're scrolling, they don't know what's gonna come up. It's the worst thing to ever happen to humanity is that scrolling, that feed where it just gives you a random video, you let the algorithm control what you watch. Your kid is being exposed to porn. Your child has no business on TikTok, on Re Instagram Reels, on Facebook Shorts. If your kid is doing this, then you're not doing your job as a parent. They should not be watching content that's not catered to them. Okay, and even with like YouTube kids, you need to be careful because there's some garbage on there as well. Here's the, here's a 70% of men ages 18 to 24 watch porn at least once a month. Now, I was addicted to pornography from the ages of, I don't know, 11 or 12 to the age of 19 when God broke that addiction off of me. And let me tell you from my experience, my teenage years, Parents, listen up. Young people, listen up. Because all it will bring you is perversion and take you down a dark, dark path you don't want to go down, young people. Hear me. Every single one of my guy friends, when I was unsaved, addicted, every single one of them was addicted to pornography. I did not have one guy friend that wasn't openly watching pornography on a regular basis. Every single one of my guy friends that I knew, and many of my friends that were girls as well. This is an epidemic. And that was 12 years ago. How much worse is it now? I pray this video would get into the hands of so many young people so that we can break out of this. So the first thing we need to talk about is how serious pornography is, okay? This is point number one. I'm gonna put the points on screen. Try this out for the first time. We need to understand, number one, how serious lust is. This is not just some side issue. This is not some small problem. This is not something we're just falling into here or there. Look at how serious this is. First Corinthians, I'm gonna give you a lot of verses. Chapter six, verse nine, look at this. Or do you not know that the unrighteous will not inherit the kingdom of God? Do not be deceived. Look, neither the sexually immoral will inherit the kingdom of God. Now notice here, the sexually unrighteous will not inherit the kingdom of God. But notice what Paul says, do not be deceived. Why are you saying that Paul? Because some of you think 
You can be addicted to porn. You can be lustful and full of sexual immorality and still make it to heaven. Now, this is not just talking about going to heaven. This is talking about your inheritance, the kingdom of God in you, Jesus Christ, the Holy Spirit living in you. You will not have this great inheritance, your calling, your assignment, if you're living sexually immoral. Now, there's a huge list of sins there, but I want to target this specific one. Paul makes it clear. Do not be deceived. You'll not inherit the kingdom when you die, but not only that, you'll not inherit the kingdom now. The kingdom of God living in us, sexual immorality prevents the move of God in our life. Write that down. Sexual immorality, that's fornication, that's lust, that's pornography, that's perversion, fill in the blank, stops the move of God. It stops the river of God. It quenches the Holy Spirit. Your life is on the line, friend. Understand this, guys. Your life is on the line. Please hear me when I say this. Your eternity is at stake. This is not just some website you go to at night to look at naked images online or a one-night stand that you're having or you just having sex with your boyfriend you live with and this this is your eternity at stake, friend. If If we don't see this for what it really is, we'll never take it serious. And one of the dangers is, secret sin is, nobody else knows. But friend, God knows. God knows you're dealing with this. You might think, oh, it's, it's no one knows that I'm struggling. Nobody knows. I won't be judged. Yes, you will. Friend, this is serious. I could cry pleading with you tonight, saying, stop playing with fire. It will burn you. Some of you are petting the snake. The snake, it might be nice now, but it's going to bite you. It's like when you see on the news and... The guy who is the lion tamer, he's like, oh, in the news, the, his lion, a lion ate the man. That, and then they say, oh, the circus performer got eaten by a lion in his home residence. He, he raised the lion since it was a baby. He let the lion sleep in his bed. And he's a lion tamer. It's what he does for a living. He's casual with the lion. You know, he's a snake charmer. You're like these guys that handle snakes and then they get bit and they die. And you're like, whoa, didn't see that coming. He's a snake handler. Of course he's going to get bit and die. He thought he could just play with the snake and the lion and just, it's all good. But, but write this down. You can't domesticate lust. Ooh, someone needs to tweet that. You can't domesticate lust. If you think because you have it under wraps, you know how to do it, when to do it, when not to get caught, it's going to turn on you and destroy your life. Your life is on the line. Beloved, I'm pleading with you. Take this serious tonight, please. See it for what it is. Number one is understand how serious this is. Romans 2.16. Look at this. Romans chapter 2 verse 16. Type it in the chat. And this is the message I proclaim. That the day is coming when God through Jesus Christ will judge everyone's secret life. Let me say it again. The day is coming. The day is coming when God will judge everyone's secret life. There's no such thing as eternal secrets. Friend, I hope you're getting hit right now with the fear of God. The day is coming because you don't get this on Sunday morning. You don't get this type of preaching on the, sun, on the average church. The day is coming where your secrets will be exposed. And you know what? It's exhausting. It's exhausting having secrets. Friend, you know how good you'll start sleeping when you're not full of secrets? Do you know why some of you can't sleep at night? Do you know why some of you are exhausted? Do you know why some of you just don't understand why it's so hard to sleep? Because there's secrets in your life. You have all of these secrets. 
You have all of these things in your life that no one knows about. And you lay in bed at night wondering, am I ever going to get free? Is my wife ever going to find out? Is my husband ever? How exhausting. Some of you statistically right now, 2,500 of you, some of you watching this right now are committing adultery on your spouse. How, how much longer? Aren't you exhausted? Aren't you tired? Some of you right now are in DMs of women and, and sexting and you're married and you're talking to someone else's wife or husband or whatever. Friend, aren't you exhausted carrying the weight? Secrets have weight. Secrets weigh something. They're heavy, friend. They're not light to carry these secrets. Friend, when I got saved and I lost all my secrets, I could sleep. I could go to bed at ease. Imagine going to bed at nine o'clock, just falling asleep in 10 minutes because you're not exhausted wrestling with that spirit of lust. You're not exhausted wrestling with that, that secret. Guys, no, no. When, when my wife calls me, Isaiah, across the house, for some of you, when your wife calls you, your heart starts racing. Because you know what you're thinking? Did she find out? Every time your wife calls you, did she find out? I'm preaching strong tonight. Let me know in the chats here. Did she find out? Did she see my history? Did that girl call her? Did she see what happened at work? Did she look at my, did she know? Did she find, did she, your heart races. My wife calls me, I, yes, no, not, not one thought in my mind. And again, I'm, I'm speaking from a man's perspective because I'm a man, obviously. But if you're a woman, fill in the blank. There's nothing to be exhausted about. She could take my phone right now. My wife can run in here, take my phone right now and look through every app, through every text message, through every Instagram, which I'm going to show you this later, every Facebook message, and I will not care. There's nothing to find. People are like, I'm going to expose you. I'm like, I've already, everything's out in the open. There's nothing you can say. I literally had a guy, this is actually comical. He messaged me, said, I'm doing a podcast. I'm exposing you tomorrow. And one of your old classmates, this is what he said. One of your old schoolmates, your classmates came out and said all the things you did to them when you were in junior high. Uh, do you want to say something about it? Do you want to give your side of the truth before I, before your classmate exposes you on the, on the podcast tomorrow? I laughed. I laughed. And I said, brother, I hate to tell you, I was homeschooled my whole life. I don't have any classmates. I don't have anyone I went to school with. I was homeschooled. I never even went to school once in my life. And I laughed and laughed and he never responded. Of course, he never had the podcast. My point is... People try to expose. I'm like, what are you going to expose? Don't live with secrets, friend. People come at you with these bogus claims. So-and-so came out. Who? I've already, everything's in the open. I've been washed. I've been renewed. The shame is broken. God has delivered me. So get rid of the secrets, Luke 8, 17. For nothing is hidden that will not become evident. This might be a two-hour master class tonight because I'm already 30 minutes in and I'm just getting started. Nothing is hidden that will not become evident. Nor anything in secret will not be known and come to the light. Friend, Oh man, this is strong conviction tonight. Don't do anything that you're not ready to come to the light. Everything will come to the light. Live without secrets because everything will come to the light. So are you ready right now for this to come to the light? Are you ready? You might have everyone fooled, but you're not fooling God. Let me ask you this. What does it matter that you have everyone fooled that you're not addicted to porn? What does it matter that you have everyone fooled that you're not fornicating? Like no one knows about your secret sin. Everyone's fooled. You fooled all of us, but then you end up in hell and you're in hell thinking I had all of them fooled. They all think I'm in heaven. This is, this is a crazy thought. 
what would that matter if you fooled everyone, ended up in hell, and you're in hell going, everybody thinks I'm in heaven right now. And how sad will it be when all the people you fooled your whole life think you're in heaven and they expect to see you again one day, not realizing you won't be up there when they get there. Woo! You won't be up there with them, even though you had everyone fooled like you were going there. Those that are sexually immoral, call me orthodox, call me religious, call me what you want. I'm a preacher of the word of God. Those that are sexually immoral will not inherit the kingdom of God. So you definitely need the fear of the Lord. I'm getting kind of scared. Good. Good. I'm getting kind of terrified, brother. Good. That's the goal. Knowing the terror of the Lord, Paul said, I persuade men. We need to realize you might be hiding it from everyone, but you're not hiding it from God. God already knows. Hey, I'm getting away with it. No, you're not. You will reap what you sow. There will come a day where you give account for unconfessed sin, hidden sin, and sin you've made a habit. Do you honestly think that your continual sin is covered by the blood? Do you know the Bible says if you keep on sinning, there's no longer any blood left for you. And by you continuing to sin, you're putting Jesus back on the cross and making a public spectacle and a shame of him. So no, there's no more blood over and over, back and porn, back, back, back. Get free. God can forgive you. Stop. I, I, I promise you, listen, if you give me another 45 minutes, there will be zero excuses at the end of this broadcast why you ever watch porn again. I promise you that. If you give me another 45 minutes, you will have zero excuses to ever watch porn, cheat on your wife, or fornicate ever again. It's time to get the fear of the Lord. It's time to get the fear of the Lord. My wife once asked me, uh, if you were ever going to watch, if you were secretly watching pornography, would you ever tell me? And my response to her was, honey, I am far more afraid of God than you. I am far more afraid of God's punishment than my wife finding out I watch porn. Let me just say this. You might be watching pornography right now and you're like, if my wife finds out, if my husband finds out, and it, it'll be bad. You may shatter your wife. You may shatter your husband if, you're, if they find out you're watching pornography. But you know what's infinitely more worse? The judgment of God. I'm like, you know, my, my wife, you know, she, she, is that, she has a little bit of that crazy white girl, but God is far more powerful. This is why Jesus said, fear the Father, fear God, he who can throw both body and soul into hell. My wife can't throw my body and soul into hell, but God can. So even higher fear than my wife finding my husband, friend, this is God, this is the God of the universe who cast the devil out of heaven. Don't play with this God. We need the fear of the Lord. Look at this. We're still on point number one. Okay, some of the points will be fast. Don't stress. Ecclesiastes chapter seven, verse 26. Right in the chat. Ecclesiastes 7, 26. I discovered that a seductive woman is a trap worse than death. Her passion is a snare. Her soft hands are chains. And those who are pleasing to God will escape her. But sinners will be caught in her snare. This is Solomon saying seduction, lust, and this woman is a trap that I can't escape from. Like you set a trap for a bird or a bear and they get stuck in the trap. There's no way out. Solomon said, there's no way out from this trap. And this right here, Ecclesiastes 7.26, this right here is how many of you men and women feel tonight in the chat. Many of you say, Isaiah, I'm in this trap. I can't get out. But tonight, God is giving you a lifeline. Tonight, the Holy Spirit, thank you, Lord, is breaking you out of that trap in Jesus' name you will get free. 
You can get free, and there is breakthrough in the mighty name of Jesus. God wants to set you free from the snare of lust, from the trap of lust. So how do I escape her? Look at this. Those who are pleasing to God will escape her. How do I get away from her? I have to get, live a life pleasing to the Lord. When you live a life pleasing to God, you, you escape this seductive, vile, nefarious spirit. So friend, yes, you can escape from this woman's lust. You can do it. Ladies and gentlemen, you could escape it. This seductive woman. How, what are some ways? Put up safeguards. Listen, literally this seductive woman that's chasing you, put up safeguards. Why are you texting when you're married? This has been my policy that I stick by. I have, I have women coming to me, you know, 40s, 50 years old, 60 years old, even at some of my events. And they're like, oh, you know, I'm a pastor's wife, ha ha, laughing and trying to flirt with me all weird. I just need to get your number so I could book you this. No, no, you don't need my number. I don't care if you're 40, 50 or 60. Devil don't have no age. You don't need my number, Jezebel. I mean, Kathy, you don't need my number. You could have you could have my wife's number or give my number to your husband and have your husband text me. Even pastors' wives, you're not going to be catching me texting pastors' wives. You're not going to be catching me giving my number out to ladies. In fact, there's a recent uh, a late a girl who's actually probably watching this tonight, who my wife and I are working with and trying to help and and discipling a little bit and partnering with. And she got saved, you know, maybe a year ago, and she'll be on the channel in the future. But I said, hey, on Instagram. A messenger, hey, would love to have you on the podcast, this, this, and this. And here, I'm going to put, here's my number. If you give me your number, I'm going to put you in a group chat with me and my wife. So my text is to her on my phone is a group chat with me and my wife. Okay, and I've done this multiple times with women that we're discipling or we're trying to help out or reach out to. So it's me and my wife in a group chat. I don't need to be texting you. I don't need to be talking to you. It's not that important. So I'm very, very leery on texting, especially other people's wives. I mean, what are some of you guys doing out here? There's no safeguards. You need to have the safeguards up. Why are you texting a girl when you're married? I don't understand it. You're hurting my head right now. I don't understand. Why are you texting your friend's wife? Like, for what reason? Group chat. Group chats are your best friend. Not today, Jezebel, not today, Delilah. I would never with my friend's wife. That's what everybody has said. Don't play games with the devil. Put up safeguards. Get in a group chat. Also, my wife is linked to my social media pages. So my wife can look through my Instagram, my Facebook, all of my pages. My wife has. So link up your pages together. Link your husband's page to your phone. I'm getting someone in trouble tonight. Help me, Holy Ghost. Link up your wife's page. Why are you guys not linked up? Why, why can't you get on his Instagram account? I don't understand. Is there something there to hide? Is Delilah sliding in? Is Bathsheba sliding into his Jezebel? into his Jezebel, into his DMs? Is Jezebel sliding into his DMs? There's no reason why you shouldn't have access to your husband's Instagram, Facebook. My wife has access to all my pages. My cousin's linked to my pages. I mean, come on guys, why are we playing? I'm not gonna be a statistic. This is the question I wanna ask you. I should ask you earlier. Are you gonna be a statistic? Are you gonna be one of those numbers? How are we gonna escape the seductive women? Live a life pleasing to God, put up the safeguards. Y'all out here messing around. And also this. You see this thing? Let me show you this. Oh, well, my, I don't think my phone has a password right now. That's probably not good. Your phone, I think after like 30 minutes, it locks. You should have a... <laughs> help me, Lord. Help me, Lord. 
Why don't you have the password to your husband's phone? And why don't you have the password to your wife's phone? I, I'm just saying, maybe I'm wrong. This is my own personal, I don't have a verse for you. Maybe, maybe, I'm, maybe I'm wrong. I don't understand why you don't have your, why you're not able to unlock your husband's phone or wife's phone. Like, why is it right now? I'm gonna lose a lot of viewers, uh, help me Lord. Why is it right now you can't just take your husband's phone and look at it? This is what I'm saying. It's time to clean house. Don't click off, get right, get right. Now you, you wanna click off. You wanna get off the stream, go, oh, it's too much, ah, it's too much, okay? But I'm telling you right now, it's a dark road you're headed on. I'm telling you right now, it's a dark road of destruction. Hell's no joke. You think it's hot, you're in Arizona right now, you're like, oh, it's so hot. Friend, there's a hotter place, trust me. Matthew 5, 28. Oh, it's going to get stronger, by the way. But I tell you that anyone that looks at a woman lustfully has already committed adultery with her in his heart. So Jesus said, we don't even look at women lustfully. Lord, help my eyes. Deliver me, Lord, from this lustful, these thoughts of other. Lord, help me. Wash me. Let's talk about this. How are we going to get free from this? I'm going to show you. Number two. Number two. You need to get free in your mind. This is where the battle is. The battle takes place right here. The battle's like two to five inches, depending on how big your forehead is. The battle's in the mind. This is it. It's not a Coliseum. It's not, it's not Iraq, I, Iran. It's not Afghanistan. Right here. This is the battlefield. It's in the mind. This is why so many of you are struggling. Nobody knows what's going on in your mind. It's a battle you can't see, but it's happening. And today I'm throwing you a lifesaver, a lifesaver, not a lifesaver, not a lightsaber, okay? We ain't no weird Star Wars stuff here. A lifesaver. Some of you are literally drowning. And I'm, I'm just saying, grab the tube. Grab the lifesaver. Get in the boat. Like you're drowning. Sharks all around you. Sharks all around you waiting to devour you. And I'm just saying, get free in your mind. Get delivered. I'm trying to help you. I'm shouting. I'm sweating. Guys, it's serious. If you were drowning, I wouldn't be like, hey, grab the, grab, grab the, grab the thing. Are you okay? You're, you're literally three seconds from drowning. I would, grab the thing. Grab, get in. Grab the thing. Grab the tube. Get in. What are you doing? Grab my arm. I would be yelling, so she'd be like, what is he yelling? Friend, because you're on your way to hell. Your, your marriage is about to be implode. It's that serious. Don't believe Satan's lie. You're always going to be like this. Don't believe Satan's lie. This is God's plan for you. Don't believe Satan's lie. Everyone else can be free but you. The devil is a liar. That's a lie. Don't believe the lie. Everyone's going to struggle like this forever. I'm not. You don't have to. I'm not struggling out here with porn. You don't have to. God can deliver you. His arm is strong. He can free you. How does it start? It starts here. And it usually starts, write this down, with curiosity. It usually starts with boredom, with a thought. I'm just curious. James chapter 1, verse 14. Look at this. Temptation comes from our own desires, which entice us and drag us away. These desires, look at this, give birth to sinful actions. And when sin is allowed to grow, it gives birth to death. This is no game. So here's how it starts. The temptation starts with our own carnal desire, okay? Our own flesh wants to drag us away. 
That's number one. So the temptation comes. I'm tempted. There's a thought. There's a desire. There's a curiosity. What verse is that? James chapter 1 verse 14. Okay. There's a curiosity. That's step one. This is what James says. Step two is that desire, if I don't take it captive and get rid of it, it entices us. Go on the website. Look at the video. And you know what gets you started. You know what stirs your lust. You know, PG-13, you know what turns you on. You know what kind of porn, what kind of website, what whatever. And whatever weird fetish you have, you know what gets that lust going. So then it starts dragging you away. It starts enticing you. It's just one video. You just, just one time. You don't have to do it. Once you're done, just get, God will forgive you. It's that voice that entices you and drags you away. Where does it take you? Because it's dragging you away, James says, somewhere. I'm going to tell you where it takes you. A place you don't want to go. It takes you a place, trust me, you don't want to go. Where you lose your family, you lose your marriage. Worse than all of that, you lose your eternity. And you get drugged to hell because of this sin. So second, it drags you away. Third, it once it drags you away and you give into it, it gives birth to sinful actions. Now you start acting it out. Now you're masturbating. Now you're watching it all the time. Now, write this down, the things that you do online end up going offline. Let me say that again because that's profound. The things that you watched online, you take these things offline. Now you're seeing escorts. Now you're seeing prostitutes. This is pastors doing this, by the way, y'all, right now as we speak. Now you're out picking up girls. Now you're up on uh, whatever dark web. I don't even know the websites because I've never done it, but you're on the dark web, picking up girls, doing this, out at night, supposed to be working. You're out picking up girls at the truck stop, doing all what you did online will eventually go offline. And it gets twisted and it gets perverted. And now you need something worse and something more and something now gets violent. Now you need something just to get you going. Now it takes something extreme and you start literally reprogramming your brain. You allow perversion to start reprogramming you. And now you're like, I don't know why I can't even get turned on with my wife anymore. I don't even know why I can't get turned on with my husband anymore. I don't even know why I don't want. Now all of a sudden you start sleeping in separate beds. Now you're like, I don't know why he's on the couch. He has no desire. He doesn't check me out anymore. He's not intimate with me. He's not touching me. He's not flirting with me. We're not having sex anymore. We're not having, why? Because that spirit, that shame came in and it's starting to give birth and it's dragging you away. Not just away from God, it's dragging you away from your wife. It's dragging you away from your kids. That perversion's taking you, shaping you into something you don't want to be. It's dark, friend. It's dark. It's extremely dark. When you start getting involved in this stuff, it's no game. It's no joke. It's no laughing matter. This is what happens. You start getting these desires and these perversions and your mind starts changing. And now you start liking the same sex. And now you're having thoughts of animals and weird stuff. You were like, I would never do this. But you went down that dark path. You let your desires pervert and drag you away. Fourth, when the sin grows, it gives birth to death. Okay. So number one, temptation. Then it drags us away. Then it gives birth to sinful actions. Then when sin is allowed to grow, it gives birth to death. Now there's spiritual death in your life. Now you're not praying anymore. Now you're not reading anymore. Now you're not fasting anymore. There's spiritual death. Some of you have allowed lust to put you in a chokehold. And tonight you're breaking free in Jesus' mighty name. Lust 
will kill you spiritually, but you're breaking free. So lust has a child and lust child is death. It's death. Galatians chapter five, verse 19. I'm trying to go slow. It says sexual impurity is a work of the flesh. Those that do it will not inherit the kingdom of God. Again, no game, no joke, not just some website, not just some OnlyFans subscription. This gives birth to death. Your life is at stake. It's no joke. Colossians 3, 5, put to death that which is earthly in you. And the first thing he says is sexual immorality. Kill lust before lust kills you. Take it captive before it takes you captive. Lust wants to destroy you and wreak havoc on your life. But tonight, in Jesus' name, I came to let the spirit of lust know that your reign of terror is over in Jesus' name. I came to let lust know your reign of terror is over. It's no game. It's no joke. 2 Corinthians 10 says, Our weapons are not carnal, but mighty for the pulling down of strongholds, taking thoughts captive, taking thoughts captive that exalt themselves above the knowledge of God. It's time to take your thoughts captive. Here's the deal. 3,000 of you in the chat, here's the deal. You take the thoughts captive or your thoughts take you captive. Choose. Choose. You take your thoughts captive or they take you captive. Psalms 24, chapter 24, verse 3. Who can climb the mountain of God? Who can stand in the holy place? Only those whose hands and hearts are clean and who do not worship idols. Friend, how could, I, how could I stand before God and worship? Some of you are on Sunday morning, have your hands up to God, but your hands are in your girlfriend's pants the night before. I'm serious. You're masturbating Saturday night and then trying to come to church and you're like, I don't know why I'm ashamed to lift my hands. I would be too. How are you going to be touching yourself on Saturday and then trying to worship God with your whole, with hands? Your 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 shame. You have shame. You don't want to lift your hands because you've been touching yourself. You've been touching your 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 girlfriend or someone else's wife or whatever. We have these worship leaders out here playing keyboard on Sunday and then playing something else with their fingers the night before. And God is saying, no, no more. God wants to clean your hands, Lord. Clean our hands. So we have pure washed hands so we can stand in this holy place. My hands aren't clean if I've been doing stuff with them. And guys, I'm not, I'm trying not to use, you know, derogatory terms or be, or be perverted or say anything gross, but I have to say it. I, ha I have to say it the way it is. Because if not, some of you, you're not going to catch it. You need to get shook out of this. You need to go, oh, he's talking to me now for real. It's getting hot. It's no game. It's no joke. Guys, purify me, Lord. Romans 12, chapter 12, verse 2. Do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Be transformed. Do not be conformed. Be transformed. The word of God renews you. Let the word of God renew you. Number three, are you ready? Are you ready? This is very important. Run from it. Run from it. Don't play. Run as, write this down. Whew, I feel the Holy Ghost. As fast as you can and as far as you can. Some of you, this is what the Lord is saying tonight. I'm going to give you scripture here. You can't handle this fight. You're too weak. You're too carnal. You're not strong enough. I'll be fine if I go online. Some of you, you're not strong enough for Instagram. Let me just, let's just put it out there. Let that sink in while I take a drink of water. Some of you, I'm not going to look at my clock. This is a master class tonight. It's all free. Some of you are not strong enough to be on Instagram. I'm strong enough. No, you're not. You're not strong enough to be on TikTok. You're not strong enough to go to the beach. Okay, and go ahead and clip this. Oh, Isaiah the legalist doesn't want to go to the beach. No, you're not strong enough to go to the beach. 
You're not strong enough to go to the boardwalk. You're not strong enough to even go to the lake. You can't handle it. So what do I do if I can't fight this monster, this, this beast, this demon? What do I do? I don't know what to do. Run! Run as far and as fast as you can. You've, you've fed this monster. It's so much bigger than you. It's so much faster. Run! Flee! It's grown too big. I'm going to show you this. 1 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 18. 1 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 18. And some of y'all men, thank you for being honest in the chat. You're like, I'm not strong enough. Thank you. Run. Run from it. Run from Instagram, TikTok. I don't care what you got to run from him, her. Well, you know, oh, we're going there. This person at my job, you know, and I just tech, I just have work. I have this coworker I'm flirting with and sleeping with and com committing sexual immorality with. Get a new job. Get a new job. Is the $5 pay cut worth your eternity? Yes, it's worth it. Get rid of the $5, take a pay cut, and get out of that office. If she keeps wearing that low shirt, high skirt, if he keeps flexing on you and flirting with you and you can't handle it, get out of the job. Get a new job in Jesus' mighty name. Okay, run from it. Flee from it. Don't play. Use wisdom. Avoid these things. Pay attention. How do I run? Avoid it in every way possible. You know, every single one of us know our temptation. Don't play games. We all know what it is, okay? What is it? Run. Avoid it. Get rid of it. Whatever it is, you can get rid of it. Don't play. You can get rid of it. Run from it. Be very careful with this. It's no joke. It's no joke, okay? Stay as far away from possible. Restrict what you watch. Get off of social media platforms that cause lust, that little bit of lust to stir in you. Get out of a relationship. If you if you can't stop fornicating, break up. Whoa, Isaiah. <laughs> He's going to break out with me if I don't sleep with him. That's the best thing that could ever happen to you. That's the best thing that could ever happen to you. Let him break up. He's not a man. He's a little boy. If your boyfriend is going to break up with you because you won't give him it, he's a little boy, not a man. And that is not a person you want to start your life with or have a life with. Well, she's if, you know, if I don't do this, she's not going to stay with me. See ya. I'll be at church on Sunday if you want to hang out. It's time to break up. It's not love. It's lust. It's lust that you're talking about. It's lust that you're talking about. Don't play games with lust. Don't play games with lust. It's no, it's no game. Some of you right now in the chat, I'm, I'm looking at the chat. You need, you need to get serious. I want to read to you. This is an entire chapter on lust. And I want to show you, again, I'm tempted to just rush through, but I'm not going to. I know the algorithm's like two hours or whatever. They're not going to promote the video. I don't care. I, I need to give it to you the way God's given it to me. I want to show you this, an entire chapter of Proverbs 5. Just Proverbs 5, if you want to open, open. But here, just listen to this. Just listen to this. It says, my son, pay attention to my wisdom. Listen carefully to my wise counsel. Then you'll show discernment and your lips will express what you've learned. Okay, so who wants discernment? Who wants wisdom? Listen closely, Solomon says. For the lips of an immoral person are as sweet as honey. Her mouth is smoother than oil, but the end, she is a bitterest poison, as dangerous as a double-edged sword. Whoo, that's some serious words. Look at this. Her feet go down to death. Her steps lead straight to the grave. She cares nothing about the path of life. She staggers down a crooked trail and doesn't realize it. So my sons, listen to me. Never stray from what I'm about to say. Stay away from her. St Verse eight, stay away from her. 
Don't even go near the door of her house. Let me just stop there in verse eight. Don't even go near. If she's jogging by, get inside. If she's mowing the lawn with the bikini on across the road, shut the blinds, honey. We're having a movie night tonight. I'm not looking, I'm not watching. The seductive woman, it's a trap. Get away from her house. If she's on that side of the road, I'm on the other side, call me legalistic. I'm a man of God, I'm a holy priest. I'm a royal generation stale. Solomon says, don't go near the door of her house. Honey, we bring the neighbor this? No, no, I won't bring the neighbor this. I'm not even going near the door of her house. No, I'm not working that shift with her. Me and Jezebel can't work together. I'm not going near the door of her house. Look at this. Stay away from her. Verse nine of Proverbs five. Oh man, this is strong. Verse nine, if you do, so Solomon says, you want to know what's going to happen? If you do, you'll lose your honor. Man, that's strong. You will lose your honor. How many pastors have lost their honor? How many men have lost their honor in their marriage? My wife honors me. My wife honors me. I have not lost that honor. Now, if I'm out there acting a fool, messing around, I'm going to lose the honor. He says, if you do, you'll lose your honor. And you'll lose to merciless people. You will lose to merciless people all you have achieved. Wow, that's a, that's a word for pastors. You'll lose all you've achieved. Verse 10, strangers will consume your wealth and someone else will enjoy the fruit of your labor. Pastors that have fallen, hello. In the end, you'll groan in anguish when disease consumes your body. You'll say, how I hated discipline. If only I had not ignored all the warnings. Why didn't I listen to my teachers? This is word for word, Proverbs 5.13. Why didn't I pay attention to my instructors? I've come to the brink of ruin, and now I must face public disgrace. Look at this, verse 15. Drink water from your own well. Drink water from your own well. This is talking sexually here. You guys tracking with me? Drink water from your own well. Come on, men. You have a wife at home. What are you doing? Well, she don't look the way she used to. Neither do you. She gave birth to your kids. Stop that foolishness. Stop that. Okay, she's... You're, how are you going to compare your wife that's had multiple children? Your children brought life into, brought life into the earth. And you're going to compare her to some 18-year-old that you're watching online. Come on. Stop that foolishness. Drink from your own well. Look at what he says here. Share love with only your wife. Why spill the water of your spring in the streets? Okay, do I need to tell you guys what that is? Do I need to? I don't think I need to. PG-13. Why spill the water of your springs in the streets having sex with just anybody? Why are you out here on these streets just whoever comes by? You should reserve it for yourself. Yourselves. Never share it with strangers. Let your wife be a fountain of blessing for you. Rejoice in the wife of your youth. Look at this. You got married young, the wife of your youth. Now you're older. Enjoy her. This is the wife of your youth. She's a loving deer, a graceful doe. Okay, now this is a little bit weird, but I'm just going to read it, okay? Let her breast satisfy... Okay, not breast. Let her breasts satisfy you always. May you always be captivated by her love. Why? Look at what he asks. Verse 20 of Proverbs 5. Why be captivated by an immoral woman? Like, no! Why are you doing that? Or fondle the breast of a promiscuous woman. Why are you, why are you doing that? For the Lord sees clearly what a man does, examining the path he takes. An evil man is captive by his own sin. They are ropes that catch and hold him. He will die for a lack of self-control and he'll be lost because of great foolishness. Wow! Proverbs 5. I didn't even need to preach for an hour or do these seven steps. This is all it right here. 
You have a wife, you have this at home. What are you doing online? What are you doing at somebody else's wife? And come on, no. Wow, don't, so what, what is he saying? Don't go near her door. She'll drag you to hell. She drag watch what you're watching. Don't let that lust stir in you. Matthew 18, eight, look at this. This is the words of Jesus. So if your foot or hand cause you to sin, cut it off and throw it away. It's better to enter eternal life with one hand or one foot than thrown into hell with both your hands and both your feet. If your eye cause you to sin, this is Jesus here, gouge it out and throw it away. Don't just gouge out your eye, throw it away after. It's better to enter eternal life with one eye than to have two eyes in hell. So Jesus is going, look, it's better to have one eye, one leg, pretty much enter heaven looking like a pirate than it is to enter hell. Why have two eyes in hell? You're going to be burning. Why does it matter? Why do you need two legs and two arms if it takes you cutting it off? So does that mean it wouldn't be radical to say if my iPhone causes me to sin, get rid of it? If my laptop causes me to sin, get rid of it? Is it safe to say? Guys, run! Run! For I'm going to help you guys right here. 1 Corinthians 10, 13. No temptation has overtaken you that is not common to men. Look at this. Oh man, this is so good. God is faithful. He will not let you be tempted beyond your ability. With the temptation, he also provides a way of escape that you may be able to endure. Okay, I'm going to help you guys dealing with lust. Find the exit. Find the exit. If you're dealing with lust, there's always a way out. Every time you're about to watch something, every time you're about to do something, find the exit. Okay, find the door and run. Find the exit. It's always there. It's always there. 2 Timothy 2.22. Flee from the evil desires of your youth and pursue righteousness. Flee. Flee. Run. Okay? Number four. Tell me if you guys like the points on screen. It takes a little more time, but I'll do it every time. Number four. Get the demon cast out. If it's a demon, cast it out. When in doubt, cast it out. If it's a generational curse, break it. How do I do that? I have videos all over my channel. You can literally Google or YouTube, Isaiah Saldivar breaking curses, Isaiah Saldivar casting out demons, and find your, what you need. If it's a demon, usually you'll have dominating thoughts you can't get rid of. How do I know, if I know if it's the demon or the flesh? This is just my recommendation. Usually the demon will pervert things. Usually the demon will give you perverted desires as well the as usually the flesh will give you natural desires. A demon will, you're eating breakfast, getting a perverted thought randomly, you can't get rid of it, it's there, it dominates. That's usually a demon. I had a spirit of lust days after getting saved that I had to get cast out of me because I was getting the most uh, bizarre perverted thoughts you could never even imagine. I couldn't even say on this microphone. I was like, oh, this is a demon. I've, I've never think this. I've never even thought of that in my life. I knew it was a demon. So demons, no, we don't blame everything on demons, but demons exaggerate the flesh. Write that down. Demons exaggerate the flesh. The flesh is a fire. The demons throw gasoline on it. Okay, they give perverted desires. There's a lot of guys struggling right now. I don't know why I have gay thoughts and they're out here struggling. I'm going to tell you why. Okay, very simple. You watched pornography. You watched lesbian pornography. You opened up the door to the spirit of perversion. That spirit came into you and now you're having same sex attractions. You're a man. You're all full of tattoos, all buff. You come to me going, I don't know why I'm having gay thoughts. You're having gay thoughts because you opened the door to a spirit of perversion. 
You allowed that spirit in. So if you're having those thoughts and you don't want them, you're like, why am I having these? These are not normal, perverted animals, this, that weird stuff. It's a demon. Tonight, we're going to cast it out in Jesus' name. So you open the door, a demon will enter into you. That's the bottom line. Get the demon out. Now, we don't blame the demon for everything. There may be temptation still or that, but get the demon out. That's going to help you out tremendously. Get that demon out if it's a demon, okay? We're not going to go long for the sake of time. Number five, confess your sin to a brother or sister. Number five, confess your sin to a brother or sister. James 5, 16. Let me give you the verse. Lots of verses tonight. Confess. This is James 5, 16. Confess your sins to each other and pray for each other so that you might be healed. The earnest prayer of a righteous person is, has great power and produces wonderful results. Okay, why should I tell somebody I'm dealing with this? Why should I confess this? Because the devil automatically loses power when something is brought to the light. When something's out of the darkness into the light, the devil loses power. So bringing it to the light will make the devil lose power. Now, I want you to use wisdom. Now, I don't know how to say this. Whatever I say here, someone's going to get mad. Someone's going to get mad right now and say, you need to tell your husband or wife, go confess right now. You're going to get mad at me. Some of you are going to say, don't tell your wife or husband, confide in a brother or sister. So I'm going to stand in the middle and say, pray, use wisdom. I will caution some of you men, use wisdom on talking to your wife about a lot of these issues because you don't want to shatter your wife, okay? If you accidentally see a woman in a bikini on Facebook, you don't need to run to your wife and be like, honey, a woman came up in a bikini and this and keep bringing it up to her. You need to get a, a man that's an accountability partner that you can talk about and confess these things to, but just use discretion. Let the Holy Spirit lead you because you don't want to shatter your wife. You don't want to mentally break her or emotionally break her to where now she's thinking my husband checks out everything that walks by that has breath. So just use discretion. Okay. Very, very, uh, very important here. I had a lot of things I was to say there, but very important men. Oh, this is so good. Men confess your sin to men. Women confess your sin to women. Do not. And I mean, do not confide in the opposite sex with your sexual struggles. That means I should not be going to someone else's wife saying, hey, sister, I need to confess my sexual sin to you. I should not be going, you should not be going to someone's husband and saying, hey, now, if you're doing deliverance at night and it's a man and a woman doing deliverance on Zoom, you guys should not be talking about this stuff. You should not be confessing your sins to a brother or sister of the opposite sex. Don't do it. Don't have an emotional affair. Don't do this. Don't do this. It's an open door. Don't start talking. First of all, you should never, oh, we need, I need to do a whole stream on this. You should never be talking about your issues. I should never be going to some other lady talking about the issues me and my wife are having. What are you guys doing out here? Stop that. You should not be going to another man. Yeah, me and my husband are just struggling. We're having these issues. Why are you being vulnerable with another man? The devil is a liar. Don't get caught. Get accountability. Confess your sin. There's power in it. There's healing power. There's restoration power. There's uh, accountability and support. There's humility and vulnerability. All of these things develop when you confess your sin. You're open about it. You're not keeping it in darkness. If you think you can fight this battle alone, I have news for you. You can't. If you think you can fight this battle alone, I have news for you. You can't. If you're like, 
if you're sitting here like, I wonder if I could fight this battle. No, you can't. I'm just going to tell you, if you're curious, cat's out of the bag. You can't fight this battle alone. Confess your sin. Confess your sin, okay? Number six. Number six, overcoming lust. Fill yourself with God's word. Fill yourself with the word of God. The more, look at this, you fill yourself with the word of God, the less room lust has to grow. Make yourself an uncomfortable place for the spirit of lust. Some of you, your demons have Wi-Fi, full access. You made your house, Matthew 12, your house demons live in. So that Jesus said, make your house an uncomfortable place. Start worshiping, start praying, start reading your Bible. Hello. And the demon's going to be like, I don't even want to be here. They're reading, they're praying, resist the devil and he'll flee. He'll run. Psalms 119.11. I've hidden your word in my heart that I might not sin against you. Get the word of God in you. The more the words in you, the harder it'll be to sin. The more prayer, the more you pray in secret, the harder it will be to sin in secret. Because you're going to go pray in secret and then go sin in secret. You'll be like, how am I going to be watching porn in the same place I'm praying at? How am I going to be masturbating in the same place I'm having secret prayer? So make a place of secret prayer so it doesn't become a place of secret shame. Because the devil has a secret place. Jesus said, pray in secret to the fathers in secret. And the devil says, sin in secret and the demons will come. So the devil has a secret place and God has a secret place. What secret place are you going to? Oh, that's a word. That's a word. That's a word. Hebrews 4, chapter 4, verse 12. Lots of verses tonight. Don't let the religious people manifest. Hebrews chapter 4, verse 12. For the word of God is alive and powerful. It's sharper than the sharpest two-edged sword. So go find the sharpest. It's sharper. It's sharper. It cuts between soul and spirit, between joint and marrow. It exposes our innermost thoughts and desires. So the word of God exposes you. Lord, expose me tonight. Lord, expose me tonight. You know what? You know what? It's happening tonight. Some of you are like, I feel so bad. You feel bad because you're getting exposed. The word of God is exposing you. The word of God ex- is, it, uh, is the OG exposer. Like, oh, someone made an exposed video on me. Oh, the word of God will expose you. It will. It's the original exposer. Let the word of God expose you so that when it exposes you, it can heal you. Cut away the roots of lust and sexual sin. Okay, number seven. Here we go. Good word, Isaiah. Number seven. Write that down. Consider the future damage. Okay, so all the steps I'm giving you to fight lust, find the exit door. Stop going in the secret. Get rid of it. Cut it off. Get off the phone. Get off the Instagram. Get off the TikTok. Whatever stirs you, don't call. I'm thinking of all the situations, whatever. There's always an exit. There's always a sign. Anytime I'm tempted, there's always a way out. Every single time there's a way out. Every time find the exit. All the steps I'm going to fill yourself with the word of God. It's serious. You're like all the hour and hour and a half I've been going. Look at this. Hour and 20 minutes. Look, number seven. I want you to consider how damaging sexual sin is to your wife, to your husband, to your future, and to your eternity. Now, like, well, I'm not married, but you will be one day. You will be one day. And what you're doing right now, 13-year-old you, 10-year-old you, 12-year-old you, 18-year-old you, 30-year-old you, whatever is damaging to your future. Not only can the sin send you straight to hell, first class seats, business class, but it damages the way you look at people. It violates the covenant in your marriage and it's sin against your own body. Let me say that again. It damages the way you look at people. It violates the covenant of your marriage and it's sin against your own body. The Bible says every other sin is outside the body, but sexual sin is sin against your own body. Choose today 
that you're going to break free from this and you won't go back to your vomit. No more after today. First Corinthians chapter six, verse 13. Look at this. You say food was made for the stomach and the stomach for food, but you can't say our bodies were made for sexual immorality. They were made for the Lord. Look at this. And the Lord cares about our bodies. Verse 14, and God will raise us from the, de from the dead by his power just as he, he raised the Lord. Verse 15, don't you realize, don't you realize that your bodies are parts of Christ? Well, should a man take his body, which is part of Christ, and join it to a prostitute, Paul says. And then verse 16, never, but don't you realize that if a man joins himself to a prostitute, he becomes one body with her? So as the scripture says, the two are united to one, verse 17. But the person who's joined to the Lord is one spirit with him. Verse 18, this sums everything I've yelled about tonight. Verse 18, run from sexual sin, exclamation point. Run from sexual sin. No other sin clearly affects the body like this one. For sexual immorality is sin against your own body. Don't you realize your body's the temple of the Holy Spirit? who lives in you and was given to you by God. You do not belong to yourself for God bought you with a high price. Last, last sentence. So you must honor God with your body. Write this down. Write this down. You must honor God with your body. Honoring God with our body is what we're called to do. Honoring God with our body is what we're called to do. If anyone missed a point, I'm going to put all of them up really quick here on screen. Are you ready? Number one understand how serious lust is number two get free in your mind and you guys can watch this on the replay and catch all these number three run or flee from it number four get the demon cast out if there's a demon there get it out of you cast that joker out or the generational curse break it number five confess your sin to a brother or sister make sure it's the same sex number six fill yourself with god's word and number seven consider the future damage these are the seven steps to breaking free from lust the most important part of the night is us praying let's pray tonight father we thank you lord for what you're doing father we come against this foul corrupt spirit right now we come against this foul and corrupt spirit you will not have our marriages you will not have our families we commend every spirit of lust perversion masturbation pornography sexual immorality go now in jesus name go now in jesus name every foul spirit come out of our bodies you have no power go now in jesus name leave us now i command you up and out i bind every sexual spirit i bind you jezebel in jesus christ's name the blood is against you i command you to go out of their mouth and go into the abyss now in jesus name go Go in Jesus' name. Go. Go in Jesus' name. Out in Jesus' name. The blood is against you, Satan. Every foul spirit must go right now. We have a deliverance map on our website as well. If you need freedom, there's deliverance because many of you are already manifesting. Every spirit must go. Come out now. Come out now in Jesus' name. Come out now in Jesus' name. The blood is against you. We bind every foul spirit of lust and perversion go go the power is against you satan father we repent some of you need to repent right now we'll never go back lord we repent for pornography we renounce pornography we renounce lust we renounce adultery fornication idolatry lord come on right now you you should be praying right now 
Lord, break this off of us right now, Father. Cleanse us. Wash us. Renew us right now, Father. Renew us right now, Lord. Wash our mind. Transform our minds in Jesus' name. I pray, Holy Spirit, you'd cleanse us. Wash us of these evil, dark thoughts. Break dark addictions. Break dark addictions. Break dark fetishes, God, right now. Vile fetishes and addictions. I pray you'd break them right now, God. Unnatural desires. Go now in Jesus' name. I pray, Lord, every unnatural, man with man, woman with woman, animal, child, whatever it is, we command these unnatural desires to go right now. Some of you husbands, the Lord is going to tell you to confess this to your wife. Let the Lord lead you. Don't shatter her. Don't go into more detail than you need to go into. Don't start going into all this weird detail. Don't do that. Don't do that. But some of you men need to confess. Some of you women need to confess. Some of you need to get rid of your phone. Instagram, I'm serious, y'all. Get off all of it. Get off all of it. I'm dead serious. Your life's at stake. Your life's at stake right now. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Everything must go. Reveal God. Reveal God what's in our heart. The darkness. The darkness. Some of you need to look this in the eye and confront this. For years you've been doing this. Years and years and years. It's normal. You don't even feel bad about it even tonight. You need to look this in the eye and say not today. All masturbation. All lust. Don't try to use verses out of context. Well, the Bible. No, no, no. Masturbation sin. It's lustful. It stirs up lust. Your mind wanders. You fantasize. Doesn't need to be explicit in scripture. It's a sin, brother. It's a sin, sister. I'm dead serious. Don't play with this thing. Don't play. Don't even go near her door. Don't even go near lust's door. Stay away from it, y'all. Be extra careful. Be Be religious. Oh, he's a legalist. No, be legalistic. If there's something to be legalistic about, it's this. Some of you can't handle the beach. You can't handle the phone. You can't handle the internet. Get off. Run. Some of you can handle and fight it. Fight it. If you can handle it, fight it tonight. Get If you can handle it, but if you can't handle it, run. Run. Lord, help us to run. Help us to run from this. It's funny because there's a lot of battles that God would call us to go head on with. There's a lot of times in scripture where God said, go fight that army. You can't, you can't, but I'll be there. This battle, look at this chat. This battle, God says, run from this battle. Ooh, that's strong. God says, all these other battles, I want you to right, right, run straight towards them. This battle, run from it. Don't play with it. Don't even try to fight this. Run from it. Get rid of it. Get rid of it. Run. Flee, flee, flee. Run. Avoid it. Avoid it. Avoid it. Red alert. This is not one that you can handle right now. Get rid of it. In Jesus' name, Lord, help us to run from it. Help us to get rid of this. Help us to get free from sexual immorality and perversion. Every spirit of confusion, homosexuality, desires, uh, same-sex desires, everything, go now. Go now in Jesus Christ's name. We don't want you. Leave. Leave in Jesus' name. The blood is against you, Satan. The blood is against you, Satan. Get free. Get free. Get free in Jesus' name. This will kill you. Should drag you to hell, the Bible says. Should drag you to hell, the Bible says. Get rid of your phone. Let the Lord tell you right now what to get rid of. Go ahead. Let him speak to you right now what to get rid of. Oh, man. For some of you, it feels bad. Oh, I got to get rid of my phone. Feels bad. Yep. You know what feels worse than not having a phone burning in hell? You know what feels worse than not having Instagram burning in hell? 
You know what feels worse than not being on TikTok? Burning in hell. Having demons torture you. Having a body made for destruction. Where they rip open your insides and then you just regenerate to get tortured for another billion years. And then a billion years go by of burning and torturing by demons. And then it's just day one. You just barely got started. That's way worse. That's way worse. Jesus said it's better to enter heaven with both one eye. It's better to enter heaven literally one eye, one leg like a pirate than to enter hell with both eyes. Way worse. Way worse is burning forever. It's unfathomable. But the, but those that are sexually immoral will not inherit the kingdom of God. This is God's ways. Right now, some of you need to delete your TikTok app. Right now, some of you need to delete your Instagram. If you can't fight, you can't fight it, run. Facebook, get off of it. Get off of it. Get off of it. Whatever it is. I don't know, maybe YouTube. YouTube is very strict, but still, whatever it is stirring you up. You know what stirs you. Get rid of it. Drugs maybe stir you. Some of you are like, I don't even do anything sexually until I start drinking. Stop drinking then. Drinking, get rid of it. You're a Christian. You don't need to be under the influence of anything but the Holy Spirit. No weed. No drinking. You don't need to be under that influence at all. Someone said just deleted Twitter. Good. Twitter's the worst. Get rid of Twitter. Get rid of Reddit. Come on. Come on, guys. I was addicted for seven to nine years, something like that. You don't think I know? Get rid of Reddit. Get rid of Twitter. I've been there. I've done that. I've been down that dark road. God's delivered and forgiven me. I haven't gone back. You can do this. Guys, you can do this. I've been 12 years clean. Walking clean before God. You can do this. You can do this. I'm, I'm 12 years on the other side. Walk, walk, walk free. If God can do it for me, I'm a nobody. God can do it for you. I'm not virtue signaling. I am not virtue signaling. I am telling you, if God can do it for me, he can do it for you. You can walk this out, ladies and gentlemen. Ladies and gentlemen, both. You can walk this out in Jesus' mighty name. Come on. Sometimes I just fell into this and this video pops up. You need to watch this whole video. Joseph, you need to watch this whole video. This is an hour and 30 minutes. You need to rewind this video or when I'm done, rewind it. And you need to watch. And this is going to help you. After these seven steps, I'm telling you, I'm giving you Bible. You can't do this anymore with a clear conscience. No more. No more. No more. Break it off. Oh, I feel so bad. I've, I've been with her for so long. I know. But you can't stop fornicating. You keep trying. You're going to... Hey, Walt, we're going to have to break up. I'll be at church on Sunday if you want to hang out. I mean, seriously, though. Guys, seriously, though. I broke up with my girlfriend of four years. Four years. I broke up with her. Because I knew, I knew she wasn't the one. I knew I couldn't stop fornicating. I knew I couldn't stop this. I ran from it. I avoided. I fled. Everyone's like, you can't break up with her via text message. Watch me. I broke up with the girls with for four years, pretty much living with over through a text message. That's that's number one rule. You never break up through text. I did. I did. God said break up through text. If you call her, you'll go back with her. If you meet up with her, you'll go back with her. Guess what? I did it through a text. You can't do that. Watch me. My eternity's at stake. My callings, your callings at stake. Your callings at stake. What are you doing on these websites? What are you doing talking to someone else's wife and fornicating? Come on. Guys, You, I wouldn't even be here right now if I didn't break up with her through that text message. Four years. I can't do it. Yes, you can. If God be for you, who could stand against you? Come on, dude. You can do it.
Block the channels. Unsubscribe from them. The workout videos. You can't handle seeing her in yoga pants. Just be honest. You can't handle it. Oh, man. I'm going to go. Man, I feel I have to say this. I feel I have to say this. I know. I know people are going to hate this. I know people. You're legalistic, brother. You're part of toxic. You're part of toxic purity culture. Oh, I got to say it. Should I say it? I got to say it. I hear the voice of, oh, don't give into toxic purity culture. Be quiet. Be quiet. I'm going to say it. Are you ready? Some of you can't handle the gym. Some of you can't handle the gym. I'm just saying, you can't. You can't. They're hardly wearing anything. Skin tight yoga pants, little training bra, whatever. Sports bra, training bra, whatever it's called. I don't. You can tell I don't know the names here because I'm obviously not in the gym. You need to get a home gym. You need to get a... I'm going to help you right now. You need to get a home gym. I'm serious. I'm serious. What? What's your eternity worth? I already know they're going to call you. Oh, legalist Isaiah. Make the videos. I don't really care. I don't really care. Make the videos. Do it. Doesn't matter. What's your eternity? What's your eternity worth? Well, I can't do all the workouts I want to do at home. Okay, look. I got you, fam. I got you, fam. You ready for this? Is this worth your eternity here? Make sure I don't leak anything. Is that worth it? Is that worth your eternity? How much is that? Total home gym. Now, I did work out for a few years, so I do know how to work out. You can do a lot with that. $589. Is that what your eternity is worth? I'm just saying. I'm just saying. You go to the gym. Your testosterone's pumping. Girls are wearing hardly anything. Over there, leg day every day. And you just can't handle it. Roy Hale, Pastor Roy said, get the Bowflex. Get the Bowflex out. You, you already saw the commercials. $500 for a complete a complete gym. If you can't handle it. Now, I don't want to be legalist. I'm just saying if you can't handle it. If you can't handle it. Some of you need to just get the weights online. You just need to get the weights. Look at this. There's a whole bunch here. There's a whole bunch. A whole rack of dumbbells here. Look at this. $189. You got this. Here we go. I'm helping you. Get it. Order it right now. I got to take some time off from the gym to get this, this lust thing under control. My testosterone's going crazy. I can't handle it. I get home from the gym. I'm going crazy. I'm telling you right now. This is a word. This is a word. You got to get free. You got to get free. I'm begging you to get free. I don't want to see you go down this path. I don't want to see you go down this path. If you can't handle, run, flee from it, wherever it's at. Well, brother, we're in the world, not of the world, but you can't handle it. But you can't stop touching yourself. I don't know what to say. You can't handle it. Get off. Get off. Get off of Instagram. Get off of Facebook. Get off of YouTube. Okay, now I'm just going, but I just need to pray for you. Father, right now I pray, convict them, Lord. Touch them, God. That burning lust, Lord, only you can get the, rid of that. Only, only you can free us from this, God. Only you can wash us from this, God. Deliver us tonight, Lord, from the sexual immorality and sexual sin. We don't want to be, we don't want to be counted among the unrighteous. I just heard the Holy Spirit as I was praying say, do you want to be counted among the unrighteous? Oh man, that is scary. Do you want to be counted among the unrighteous? Lord, I don't want to be counted among the unrighteous. I don't want to be counted. I don't want to be the goat. I don't want to be in line thinking I'm a sheep when I'm really a goat and I get separated. I don't want to get put over to the left when I think I'm supposed to be put over to the right with the sheep. Lord, help me, God. Wash me. Cleanse me. We need the fear of the Lord. I feel I feel condemned. If you're watching porn, you should feel that way. I feel like I just feel guilty. You you are you are guilty. I feel so guilty tonight. You shouldn't feel guilty. You literally are guilty. You need to get free. You need to you need to repent. 
You literally need to repent and, and get rid of that shame and guilt. Now, if you are doing it, then you should feel the shame and guilt. Pastor's like, shame and guilt is not of God. Uh, yeah, it is. It literally is. Adam and Eve felt naked and shame because they were doing something they shouldn't have been doing. And now when you're doing something you shouldn't be doing and you feel ashamed of it, it's for a reason. Now, there's no shame or condemnation for them that are in Christ, but them that are in Christ aren't out here watching porn and all stuff all the time. There's no condemnation for them that are in Christ. Condemnation's a legal verdict. If you're watching and you're and you're fornicating, you are condemned. You are. You are condemned. So get washed, get cleaned. Stop with this greasy grace, the slip and slide grace Christianity. God will just keep forgiving me over and over again. But what if he doesn't? But what if he doesn't get forgive you 150 more times that you keep premeditated sin? The Bible says if you keep on, if you keep on sinning and making a practice of it, there's no more blood left. There's no more blood left for repentance. You're a son of the devil, the Bible says. So guys, we need the fear of God. We don't have anyone preaching this out here. Lord, help us, God, help us. Wash us, wash us, Jesus. I don't want to practice sin. I don't want to practice sin. I want to be washed by the blood of Jesus. Guys, don't take what I'm saying out of context. If you know, you know. If you can handle Facebook and Instagram, okay. If you can handle the gym, okay. But some of you just literally can't. You just can't without getting stirred up. So you need to get right before you go back. It's not them, it's you. You're putting yourself in an environment it's a, it's a recipe for disaster. If you can't control your eyes, then I'm sorry. You need it. You shouldn't be in there. If you can't control your eyes, you shouldn't be there. That's the bottom line. Father, help us in Jesus name. In Jesus name. Amen. I pray you guys were blessed. I'm going to hang out and talk to the chat for a bit. Tomorrow's podcast will be moved to Friday. If this blessed you, if you got some freedom, if you got helped, it was free. All of our content is. I'm just reminding you, pray about partnering. We have a lot of people partner and unpartner. You know, so our, our partnership goes up and then down and then up and then down. So pray about partnering monthly. Maybe you used to be a partner, you canceled. When you sign up, you'll get an email. You can cancel at any time. You can change it at any time. Pray about becoming a monthly partner tonight. Help us get this word out there. This is my first time ever. Let me know what you guys thought about this. I have never done a stream on lust or breaking lust. Okay, so I'm, I'm, I'm venturing out. I've never done a stream like this. Love you, Pastor Roy. I appreciate you, bro. I've never done a stream on lust in three full years of streaming. So it needed to happen. I taught a men's group last week, the men's core group. And I was like, oh, I taught on this. And I was like, I need to do this for my whole, min- my whole stream, my whole audience. Those 3,000 people. And praise the Lord. I pray you get set free. I have nothing to gain. It's not about income. It's about outcome. I just want to see you guys free. I want to see a generation walking in purity and holiness. And I know you can do it. So I hope you enjoyed this. I hope you share this with friends and family, young ones, youth groups, pastors. Steal my content. Take all of it. I don't care if you're a youth pastor. I gave you free reign to preach this. Don't give me credit. I have no copyright. My only copyright is the right to freely copy without crediting me. So feel free to copy it. I don't know why these preachers are like, oh, that material's copyrighted. What are you talking about, dude? It's the Bible. How are you going to copyright your sermon? Who cares? Steal it, take it, share it. I want more people to get free. If you're listening on audio, you can give at isaiaseldivar.com slash partner. 
Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of the Revival Lifestyle Podcast. If you like what you heard, go to www.isaiahsaldivar.com for more content. And please follow me on Facebook, YouTube, and Instagram at Isaiah Saldivar. See you next week.